1: One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get
2: up up your ass and get up!
0: Welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, People who are regular listeners to the show probably are aware that, um, you know, usually when I talk to a band, I'm sitting down and talking to someone that I have a lot of, um, not always a lot, but some experience with in the sense that, you know, maybe I've seen them live, I've heard a couple of records, things like that. And I try to do as much research as I guess you want to call it uh, when it comes to just listening to as much of the band as I can before sitting down to talk to them. In this case, uh, things are a little different. I'm talking to a, a fairly new band. I know that the three of you have worked together in other projects before, obviously, but I think that the best way to start this off is if um, you want to introduce yourselves and give a bit of background about the band, because I think that for many people listening, this might be the first time they're hearing of you. Yes, yeah, yeah, sure.
3: I, I'm Corbin Petosky. I, I play guitar and bass and sing um, in this band. I um, help out with the writing as well. Um, yeah. I'll let you...
4: Sure. My name's uh, Lucas Sater, and I play the uh, drums. Uh, I've been on the uh, music scene here in the city for the past uh, 16 years or so. um I put out a few different albums over the years, including my own album, which was a jazz album back in uh, 2012. I have that album. Oh, oh really? That's <laughs> good to <CD>. hear. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you uh, so much for that. So uh, it's hard to believe that it'll be uh, 10 years uh this year uh, since I put out that album. So. Um, yeah, so over the years, I've been involved in um, lots of different projects, and uh, the guys and I were in a band before, Giant uh, Skellies, yep. about three, three or four years ago, and uh, now uh, visiting is our newest uh, project. Cool. Yep,
1: I'm, I'm Ryan Roberts, um, I'm originally from the States, I've lived here nearly a decade, and um, played uh with these guys Corbin's my brother-in-law <laughs> we have ma- we're married to sisters yeah and uh we've been you know riding together ever since i moved here um that was kind of one of the things that needed to be in place before i did move to, to winnipeg um but then uh yeah you know uh this band came to be uh kind of during the, the pandemic because of the demise of the other band it just got really complicated and uh you know a lot of moving parts covid made everything more difficult and uh it just made sense in a way to kind of simplify and simplify. And uh, so now we're doing this project and we have it up and running and um, we've recorded an AP. We cool. released the first single. We have a video coming out this Friday. Um, uh, I play uh, the guitar, the bass and sing in this project. We Corbin and I uh, share duties uh, with those two parts. We kind of switch depending on who uh, sings what, when, you know, or who wrote what or who wants to, you yeah. know, lead the song or whatever it is. Right. Like, yeah. Um, but uh, we're still, you know, hashing all that stuff out too. It is a, a new project with a lot of material, but uh, we are new kind of configuration. So we're we're still, you know, uh, figuring out what that looks like. You know, going, you know, but like we do have three songs where we, we have it figured out quite well.
2: Cool. for the for,
1: for that material. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the the next stuff, you know, yeah. we'll cool. take a little bit of shaping, but it's already kind of. It exists, you
0: know. Well, you kind of touched on what my next question was going to be, and this is a question I'm sick of asking everyone, but because the pandemic has been such a major part of everyone's life, everyone's lives for the past two, two and a half years almost now, What is it like starting a new band? I I know it's not new in the sense you've all played together before and you got the family connection there too. But I mean, you know, to start a new project during this time where nothing is normal and you can't necessarily, I mean, shows weren't happening until very recently. um, The idea of even getting together in groups of more than basically one or two people at the most wasn't happening. How did you sort of make, first of all, launch a new band and secondly, even get material and get songs (laughs) written and, and recorded during all this time?
4: Yeah, that's, I think that that's a great question. Um, I think I speak for the three of us when the past couple of years has been by far the least active what we've been uh, musically in our uh, careers. Yeah. And, and so it was sort of unexpectedly during, during this time that this project was was born. I know Ryan and Corbin were workshopping and sort of starting to write a few different songs. And they imagined that in a, uh, in a um, trio setting and so they reached out to me last summer. And so it's been since early August that we've been writing together and okay. um, uh, and um, playing together. And what's sort of funny is we had a studio time booked kind of right, right away. And we use that as our sort of yeah. um, a goal mark to work towards. And I, And I think... There was a process as a band and individually going from that time not being as active back into being very, very active and writing and trying to prep for our uh, sessions. So yeah. um, I think it's been a, a process uh, for us uh, for sure, but uh, I'm uh, so happy that it sort of happened the way that it has.
0: Has the timing worked out well in the sense that now that things are opening up, you kind of have this material now and you're you're ready to, to put it out there. Like, did that just kind of co- coincidentally happen because you couldn't have yeah. planned for when the um, pandemic would yeah. situation would change, right? So I mean,
3: yeah, exactly. I mean, Ryan when I, when Ryan and I started this new project, we we had been you know working on a lot of material like during uh, while Giant Skellies was still going. Maybe some of it even was originally meant for for Giant Skellies, like, and then one or two, Jim. yeah, well, yeah, Macaulay, yeah,
1: actually. yeah. Macaulay is a, our first single is an old song, yeah, exactly, or old us, or
3: yeah, and then and then you know things were you know the pandemic obviously threw a huge wrench into just the dynamic of the of that band and and we were finding it hard to, um, just continue with with that group in the in this situation right like it was just logistically it got harder those you know there's five people in the band and and we couldn't get together and yeah and we still wanted to move forward right and and to keep going so. You know when we finally decided to 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 dissolve giant skellies we had a huge swath of material and we just made the decision we're gonna we're gonna start this new project we're gonna book studio time in november cool. and let's, let's see what's what happens we didn't even have a drummer we had no one in mind at the beginning you know at the, then, at the onset but like yeah
1: lucas is always like we've you know we've had like um well i don't know there's a lot to unpack for sure but like lucas has been like you know our number one since uh we ever met him right like you know he was like this mainstay in giant skellies and complete badass at drums right like and um you know it was like if he's available then you know we'd love to work with this guy again right but like we didn't know we kind of lost touch for like a year or two or whatever it is you know what i mean like it just happens like people do their own things and yeah even uh, with another
0: pandemic uh, that happens
1: happens. yeah well exactly (laughs) right yeah that's just how people you know go on about their lives right but um, yeah, but you know, it turns out Lucas was available, and uh, so it was kind of stars the align kind of thing, and we were able to to kind of put it together a trio, which is I think a really exciting formation of a band. We played, in. Yeah. we've all played in, uh, different configurations of bands, and like four pieces, five pieces, and they all have different pros and cons. But I, I've I've always really felt a lot of pride in being able to pull a, a three piece off because there's nowhere to hide, and you kind of kind of have to do a lot of the work. You know yeah. what I mean? There's there's no ancillary percussion or ancillary move on a song it's just like no like you have to be there for the whole damn thing or it won't sound like anything right and so i don't know I'm, I, it's been it's been a really exciting uh stage and project like this yeah. is just like you know it's another permutation of work that we've done previously but yeah. then also we have new material that we're writing based on it you know it's been it's been uh I, it's been great actually it's like all this stuff is starting to uh you know the, COVID is letting up here and there. We're able to, you know, we're in our own bubbles, right? So, like, yeah, we can yeah. spend time with each other now, you know, like, you know, d- depending on, like, uh, whether COVID is rampant currently or not, right? Then we do our testing and we make sure and, yeah. you know, whatever. We, we can make it work at this point, you know, with this smaller group. It's a little bit more difficult, more people we got. Of course, yeah. Right?
0: yeah. Well, just, just to use um, Giant Skellies as a reference point, I guess, I mean, I think that a lot of people will recognize at least some of you fr- from that group, right? So, I mean... Thinking of that band, what is what is the major difference sonically with what you're doing now with this trio than than you were doing in that other group? I mean, because that's sort of going to be a lot of people's reference point. Oh, it's the guys from Giant Skellies, right? And what is this yeah. new thing they're doing?
1: Well, do you mind if I say yeah, a little you, bit? Yeah, you go okay. for it. Okay, I, I think that the EP is like is like a natural progression of what we were doing on Butter, which is actually we we released that EP at the beginning of the uh, COVID, right? Right. Like, so yeah, like yeah. our second EP like came out. Right, like, and then we were just like, we can't support it, you know. Like, we, we weren't uh, set up to do like a digital, uh, you know, presence. You know, we didn't really spend a lot of time doing that previous to that because we, what we had done is just like hit the scene, right? Like, we just like played shows, grinded out shows. You know, like that was our, we enjoyed playing shows, yeah, right, of course. <laughs> you know, uh, but like you know, there's a pivot that's required, and there's a lot of uh, you know coordination to like make that actually occur in a legitimate way. But um, as far as like sonically. I was this band differently they're different or like the, the song styles and stuff like that i think that it is a natural outgrowth from where we were but like um you know there's a lot of different like uh genre backgrounds in our or genres in our backgrounds like individually. but there was already right.
0: Right? like that that was that was something that's that's existed true beforehand as well i think
1: it's less it's less indie. It's okay. more just like alternative. Like what I remember of like '90s emo and like '90s alternative, '90s post hardcore. Okay. Like I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a hardcore. I grew up in the hardcore scene in Atlanta, right? Like in the punk and then whatever, right? Like I like a lot of the post hardcore stuff, a lot of post punk stuff, a lot of like you know that kind of stuff. Like just um riffs on classic standard forms, but like that take it in a different direction. You know, like you know. Yeah, who knows how unique it is, but like I, I think that like there may be atypical formations of songs, right? Like or maybe the representation is like more in like a, a post-punk way or maybe sure. the, you know, what I mean, instead of like a a 2000s era indie thing or whatever, you know, what I mean, like it's but I don't know how you classify it depends on like your uh, own, you know, experience with music and like what it sounds like to you of and course, like yeah. what, you know, so, so I'm not sure. But like, well,
0: I'm glad, yeah, I'm I'm glad you I, clarified I, a bit, though. Sorry, just I was going <laughs> to say it before you, before you say something sure. there. Um, when you said alternative, I was like, oh, no, that is the like the, the most uh, the unfathomable no. yeah, word. Like, yeah, what does it mean, right? It's, it means nothing anymore. That, so you okay, no, went. It means nothing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what were you going to say, though?
4: Right. No, I, I, no, I was, was going to say that uh, I think part of this answer is how this project's difference uh, sonically goes to the question you asked before about uh, and then we sort of touched on the uh, trio setup as well. Okay. So I think yeah. um, and sure. i I have a lot of experience playing in trios, but lots of it is within a jazz setting, right? That's a classic jazz yeah. Um, yeah. configuration. and and so, but you know, in my years of playing in a trio setting, there's a bit more space and I, and I and I think just just overall, and that allows for, uh, songs to be able to grow and be shaped in entirely different ways, and for voices to be heard in entirely different ways. And so, I think our setup as a band, as a trio, really dip, uh, is is a is a key difference from mm-hmm. the from the previous uh, project, and then that's heard with our uh, yeah. newest uh, yeah, track, yeah. um, Macaulay.
1: That's a great point. Yeah, because like Sorry, we don't I- have five folks.
0: Uh, just before you know? before you move on, I just want to address what you just said there. Do you think that having the um, the trio setup does that give you more, like all the three of you, more space to to, to do what it is you need to do? Because there's not all these extra people kind of like you know putting their ideas and their sounds into it. Is it is can it breathe more? Can the songs breathe more than they would have um, in like a four, well, five, I, six piece? I think you write for five people,
1: you write for four people, you write for three people. You know what I mean? Sure. It's sure. like you know what I mean. Like it's it's just. Um, I think that what it allows is clarification of the essence of the song right like I think it requires the like the core instrumentation to be to do it to do it or not pull it off you know what I'm saying like it's like you can't hide behind the frilly bits you know like there can be frilly bits that you can distribute to like a guitarist or to a whatever, whatever, like, there's a background part or there's a complex, like, uh, background harmony and that, that carries it, right? Like, that'll carry the song that, like, draws the eye, that draws the ear, it fills in the spots and, like, if the bass line's la- lackluster or the guitar riff's lackluster or the vocal spot isn't that good, you know, y- you can forgive it because there's something else to pay attention to, but, like, there's just nowhere to hide in a three-piece, right? It, it has to just be right or it doesn't sound good, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, in my mind, right? And I think that, like, it forces us to, like, write better material because, like, we... Have we don't have that anywhere to hide. We have to just like do the three things and like sing with the three voices, and then you know. So we have like six things we can contribute. The drums are quite a few things, but you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you know, I know what you mean yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. No, and so yeah. So I think from my background is in jazz, and so with that, there's a certain organic sense that I try to bring to my playing, regardless of what style I'm 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 playing. Okay. And so if you know if that's in a six or seven or eight piece band with with horns or something or if that's in a three piece that's something i'm always trying to do but i but i can say overall in a trio that there is a bit more room to breathe and so with that comes moments in a song where um i can maybe lean into that more yeah. and bring yeah. more of that organic sense to different parts of the uh, songs
0: cool yeah, that's good. I mean, like, I haven't been in a band in years, but I went from being in a ten-piece band in like the late '90s to then being in the three-piece in the mid 2000s. And I mean, obviously, that's a huge, you know, difference. But yeah. a lot of the things you're saying about being in a trio, I get. Like, I, t- I totally agree with you. It's, it's, yeah, it has its um, maybe unexpected benefits. You know, when you're used to having a yeah. lot of people around and you strip it down to something really kind of raw and basic, it, it yeah, it works.
2: Yeah. yeah
4: sure and then and i think just to add on to that i know as you know we were uh, recording the ep um uh there, there was a song where we sort of thought like it might call for some keys parts and that's something that i have like a background in like a little bit as well not, mm-hmm. not as much performing but more just playing so i could write uh but when we we're in the studio um we were able to sort of add that layer in to the song so i think we're still looking for opportunities to add in different voices and to layer things in. Um, But I I think it helps because we can look to see if if a song is sort of calling for it. Sure, sure.
0: goal to be able to um, pull these off live the way they are on the record, too? I mean, I imagine that's probably part of it. I, obviously, if you have a keys yeah. player, and, you know, you're playing keys on the record, you can't do that and play drums at the same time. But, I mean, I imagine yes. for the most part, these songs are songs that will work in you know, a live, just three view setting without having to yeah. bring in extra people yeah, we, or whatever.
3: We wrote them that way. We've performed them that way. Um, there are slight flourishes on the recordings, but, but yeah, absolutely. The, the, the plan is to to um, bring the same energy that's on the recording to a live setting for sure. sure.
1: But we're not married to it. Like I'm not, we're not, I got my my opinion on this thing is like, I don't want to reproduce an album that I recorded. I want to play the songs as well as I can live. And sure. that may sound different, you know, but yeah. it, I want to, you know, they aren't the same thing and they shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Like not that they'd be markedly different It's the same song, but like, you know, just because it has production. If, like in most cases we'll probably try and reproduce the sounds that we liked. At that time, yeah, because we probably still like them, yeah. But you
2: know,
1: like, yeah, it, it'll be a live performance of the material, you know, and it will sound very much like the song, but maybe the tempo is slightly different, you know. But like, I don't know, yeah. like Lucas is excellent at timekeeping, you know what I mean? So like, he'll he'll make a decision on what the tempo is, you know. Yeah. It doesn't speed through the you know through the the parts right. he likes the most, you know, or whatever, right? Like-
3: uh, and, and we didn't go too, too nuts on the, the, the recordings either. I mean, no, we it's, didn't, they're, they're, yeah, barely, it's,
1: they're not stripped back or anything. No. no, I think that they're what the song was asking for to my ear to, yeah. your ear to our ears. Right. Like, you know, it's like, I don't know. The song is like, what else does the song want? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, what does this song sound like to get right? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's like this, uh, it's tough to like pin down. It's like a, it's art, right. It's an art, not a science. Like, I don't know when the thing is done based on it. There's not a, you know there's not a thing that we're following there's not a formula that we're following right it's just like if the song arrives at a place where it sounds sonically right and where it sits well and we're just like yeah that's the song that's right and then we stop right like it doesn't need anything else or whatever right and i think these songs are like fairly uh you know fairly stripped back or whatever i think we achieved that thing with like with with few elements which i which i feel pri- pri- uh, a little bit of pride around you know what i mean
0: were you guys rehearsing in that building that burned down Yes. Yes. What yes. was, I mean, like that's a, another, a, not, not only is it a pandemic thing <laughs> that's going on, right? And you can't see each other rehearse wherever that happens too. Like that's, uh, yeah. I'm impressed that you actually have, you know, a record coming out because of all these, uh, yeah. all these, well, we recorded uh, recordings that before though. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's and good it, at least. Yeah. Yeah. This, right. Right. this is a
4: great point, And it was something I think that we hope would sort of come up because I think it goes into a lot of, where our band has been sort of born out of here, because yeah, we we went to the studio at uh, House of Wonders here, which is just, oh, yeah. um, across the hall. Um, you know, um, such an amazing <laughs> studio there with uh, Adam and and uh, um, so that was in November. And that fire happened in sort of the month and a half afterward. And of course there was a new variant that hit during that time as well. Yeah. So just as sort of that was happening, we, you know, why I saw on the news that there was a fire off of Portage of Avenue found out later that it was our, our space. It was really hard to believe. Each of us had lots and lots of gear in there. Um, so we're still in the process of trying to build that back up, but certainly to be in the process of trying to finish an EP, trying to finish a recording, to have that type of event happen where we lose our, our space where we gather to play together, yeah. along with a lot of the gear, you know, gear that meant a lot to us and has been with us throughout our entire uh, careers, uh, that was certainly another hurdle to get over. And so, so, so to be at this point where we have our first single out, we have our first video coming out this week for for single uh, Macaulay, uh, it just means um, so much more now. And what's what's great is what we were able to do with the new uh, video is we were able to use footage from the old space as well as the session and sort of compile that together with footage uh, that we that we went and shot after the fire. So after the fire, like a few days after, I think we sort of went by the space one day, one day after after, we shot a bunch of sort of footage and we sort of pieced that together into a sort of a a behind the scenes uh, documentary style video. We had um, fun with it. But I think it goes a lot to that song and this song does meaning sort of the end of something and the start of something else. And so with the burning down of the space comes a sort of new uh, chapter for us in this new uh, space that we're in here, too.
0: Cool. I mean, yeah, that was a, I, my day job is in journalism and I wrote the story about. The building burning down And I was like I've I, I had to look it up On a map a couple times So I'm like I, I've been here I've been downstairs In the Yeah you know, in The, yeah, was, yeah, the last time we, we did a, we, we did one of these You were there guys. Yeah. You were there Yeah Yeah, Yeah, we have a picture
1: from it or whatever I saw it. Totally do, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) super
0: weird, yeah. I mean, I'm glad you've been able to move on from that and and keep keep going, because I think a lot of people, when something like that happens, especially during a pandemic, it's kind of just like, well, forget it, I'm done, you know? But it's nice to see that this has inspired you, at least to keep kind of, you know, generate new music and, and create new ideas.
1: That was exactly it. It was like, you know, it was such a an affront in a way, right? Like, it was just such a slap in the face in a way, like, to have that event occur, right? It's like, you know, we weren't doing anything wrong. We were there for, like, five years. We had our stuff there. We didn't cause a fire that just occurred, and then everything, you know, and we really got the short of the stick, but we were benefiting from, you know, a situation where we didn't have to pay much money, and we yeah. got to, like, you know, rehearse, and it was wonderful in that capacity, but it ended up being quite terrible for us, right? But, like, you know, it was really important to me just, like, you know, just turn the turn the page right you know what i mean it's like this was a terrible event but like you know how do we just move forward anyway and like we were able to kind of incorporate it into our our first release and we have this video and it like it's very much that footage of like there's that place there's some here's a little bit of footage of us playing in it and then here's our new thing and it 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 just is a, a an accurate depiction of like what happened and i think like Instead of like creating some high-minded concept of for uh, a first release, it's just like this is literally the story of our creation and yep. you know our formation and this is what happened. And uh, I mean, it's it's fairly compelling on its own. Unfortunately, it had a lot of negative side effects to a lot of people <laughs> sure. that were impacted yeah, yeah. by it.
0: Nobody yeah. died though, thankfully. Yeah, thankfully. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. But, you know. So happy
0: to have it. I, I mean, obviously, the good thing is that nobody died, right? I mean, it's a, it's a jam space. It, it can be replaced. Your gear can be replaced. I mean, thankfully, no one was in there when it. When it went up but exactly. if someone wants to i mean i'm assuming again like i mentioned at the beginning a lot of people might be hearing about you for the first time because it's a new band on this show what's the best way to sort of um first of all hear the music you have out which i mean at the time we're recording this is the one single but it's a podcast someone could listen to it a year from now you could have a bunch of stuff out by then what's the best way to kind of find you online and, and check out what you're doing
4: Sure. Well, I I could so I I think firstly um, would be on Instagram uh, underscore visiting underscore. That's that's our band account there. We also have our uh, Facebook page as well for our for our band. At the time of recording, we just have the one song uh, Macaulay out, the one single, and we have the uh, video coming out for that on May sixth here. So that'll be out by the time this out. Yeah. That will already be out. Yeah. And um we' we are gonna have our second single uh, coming out uh, this summer it's entitled I don't mind and um, I don't think we have an initial release date set for that but we've been talking about late June early uh, July okay. mm-hmm. so that's the time that people are gonna expect that uh, second single and um, we are just in the uh, process right right now of uh, looking to book a few shows into the summer and the fall. Awesome. And um, so, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, not sure if you guys st- are
3: Streaming and all the major
4: streaming yeah, services. Yeah, Apple Music and yes. Spotify, Spotify and everything. All the so, places people uh, go to nowadays. Wherever people get their music from.
1: Use yeah. the distribution service. And, uh, you know, if, for the bands that are listening to this that don't know, you know, just sign up for Lander or I guess CD Baby, you know, like those two types of services, if you want to pay a uh, very nominal fee under a hundred dollars, you know, whatever it is, right? Like you can get to your music yeah. sent to all these streaming services, and they'll handle it for you. They probably already know this, and I'm probably like, "Oh, <laughs> the young people don't know this yet," and they're like, "Of course they fucking they do it." Oh, sorry, I'm no, sorry. Okay. they do it all the they knew it all along, and I yeah, didn't know because yeah. I'm old. Did they, they, they learned it
0: like in grade two or something? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. It's, they, it's, they were born to it. Required subject yeah. in school. It's the canon now in yeah. school. <laughs> right on. <laughs>